The Lord be with you. And with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There's an interesting correlation between, as the church always puts these readings together, uh, what we can see is the progression of life in the Spirit that St. Paul speaks about in his letter uh, to the Romans, which we then see which is sourced in those Beatitudes which Christ preaches up on the mountain. What you have here is this movement that St. Paul speaks about that begins first and foremost in our weakness, in our inability. And it is through the help of the Spirit is how he begins. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, in our inability. We are unable to attain to God, which is the end for which we are created. We cannot attain this end without our cooperation with God's grace. But it is his initiative first. It is him first who reaches out to us, and our life of increase in sanctity and holiness is a response to his initiative. The Spirit helps. That's where it all begins. That's where our sanctification begins. That's where our movement towards God begins. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. And so if we move through the growth in the Spirit that St. Paul speaks about, we can also move through the Beatitudes that the Lord gives on this mountain as he preaches to those who are following him the life in the Spirit and the life of blessedness. As we've said before, this blessed, this word that comes from the Greek is interpreted as a state. It is not simply happy or joyous. It is a state of contentment, a state of entering into perfection and the effects of that in our interior. The more we increase in virtue, the more we become like God, and the more our heaven begins even on earth. 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Just as St. Paul begins, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, because we do not even know how to pray as we ought. All good things in the spiritual life are obtained by prayer, and we don't even know how to begin there. We don't even know how to address God, but the Lord sends this Spirit to our weakness, His own Spirit of love and wisdom with all of His gifts, so that He might not simply teach us to pray, but might also pray through us, pray in us. And the one who knows the Spirit knows the very depths of our own selves as the Spirit communicates on our behalf. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. This mourning here is that we begin to, just as we begin in our growth in holiness, to rejoice in the things that God rejoices in, so also our movement in perfection is that we begin to detest and to mourn for the things that God himself mourns over. That we begin to be sorrowful for that which makes God sorrowful. The sorrow expressed in Christ as he comes and weeps over the unrepentance of Jerusalem. As he weeps over the effects of sin that he sees when he comes to raise his friend Lazarus from the dead. This weeping, this mourning, Christ is teaching us that for which we should properly mourn. For they shall be comforted. This word in the Greek is also the word that we have for the Spirit himself, the comforter. And so we are still in this reception, this beginning with the Holy Spirit as we move towards perfection. Blessed are the meek. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness means waiting for God to act, reliance upon divine power to deliver us from all injustice, from all things that we should be delivered from. It is a strength to be patient to wait on God to act. It is a strength not to act, to restrain our own anger, all of our own kind of inspirations and things that are not from God, but to act according to his will. And so as we see here, as St. Paul progresses as well in his letter to the Romans, he who searches the hearts of men and knows what is in the mind, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And then we can see that he moves into this working with the Spirit, not working according to our own will. We know that in everything, God works for the good with those who love him. And so also the meek are those who submit to God's will, knowing that his will is perfect. His will is sourced in love. Our will often is not. And so this meekness is this subjection, a humble submission to God and his will, waiting for him to act and then acting according to his will. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Any life has need of sustenance, the spiritual life as well. And our hungering and thirsting for righteousness is simply a hunger and thirst for Christ himself. And that is fulfilled and satiated for us when we receive him in Holy Communion. When the more that we increase in our desire for Christ 
is the more that we increase in our hunger and our thirst for righteousness. Hunger and thirst express fundamental needs of human life. Hunger and thirst for Christ is the way in which we should approach the one who is our fundamental need. Right? Blessed are the merciful. So now, once the Holy Spirit has worked in us, taught us to pray, begin moving in us and helping us to subject ourselves to God's will, now we are called to act as God acts. And God's action towards us is best expressed or culminates in his mercy. Mercy, which is the love of God as it is directed to those who do not deserve it. When we stand in need of mercy, we stand completely reliant on God's action and on his love. And so when we are merciful to others, when we direct love to those who do not deserve it as we perceive it, we also begin to imitate God most beautifully. Blessed are the pure in heart. With all of the actions that we take up, we need to do them for the right intention because good actions done for wrong intentions lose all of the merit, lose all of the glory. We can do good things but want to achieve things that are not of God be through them and in that way we strip those good actions of their goodness, the merit that we might accrue through them. To have a pure heart is to have a pure intention that everything is done for the glory of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Peace is the enjoyment of order and peacemakers are those who restore order first and foremost within themselves and then through their life bring that order of God, the right ordering of goodness and love. For they shall be called the sons of God. But there is a consequence in this life to our living out the kingdom in this life of God, which is that there will always be a war with the other kingdom, which is the kingdom of this world. And so blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The more we participate and find ourselves moving into the kingdom of God, the more the opposite and opposing kingdom will war against us. But blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Sometimes we are persecuted for our faults, and then we are justly persecuted. But when we are persecuted for righteousness' sake, then we are persecuted for the right reasons. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad. Why? Because this is how they treated Christ. The servant is not above the master. As they treated him, they will treat those who desire to follow him and who become more like him. And so what we see here in the gospel is this beautiful walk with the Spirit the beatitudes that we are called to, the blessedness that we share in even in this life, so that the kingdom of heaven might spread upon the earth, but also that we might finally inherit it with Christ himself. Amen.